Yes, thank you. I had to hit the button again. So we're going to clap, clap to get the right. All right. Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce <laughs> Devil, episode 44. See what happens when we've been together? I know. It's like we have to get all of our squirrel out. Um, Wait, where's your marker? Uh, Divorce Devil, episode 44. Uh, David and Rachel it's on the mic. Hold point. on, hold on. Ready, ready, hold on. Ready. Yeah. Okay, there's Dave, Divorce Devil, David and Rachel. David and Rachel. One more time. David and Rachel. All right. So Rachel brought up a subject. Um, things you're not prepared for before, during, and after your divorce is over. Yeah. So let's start with kiddos. Yeah. Schools. Same school. Out of school. No school. And does it depend on who moves out? Who decides to want a divorce? Do they, do they have the power to say, I'm done. I want this or because you were the one left holding the bag. You're like, well, you left me. So I get to make the decision. So there's a lot of things that go into, um, what are you doing? <laughs> you <know. laughs> the faces this boy makes like YouTube. Like if you can't. West side. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's that thing go? Like the uh, West side, yeah. um, the faces this boy makes. Okay. okay. Um, keeping it real. Yeah, the, the things that – what's your power? When do you learn what your power is? And how how do you go – if one person was cheated on or one person, like, felt that they were wronged, how do you decide who gets who and who gets – who gets the dog? Who gets – you know, how often do I get to see my kid? And when you went, you know, seven days a week seeing your kid every single day to three and a half days seeing your kid and, you know, the transition of them going from one house to the other and, you know, reeling them back in after they've been at the fun parent's house or, you know, where there's no rules or stuff like that. So I, when I first was divorced, I moved into like a one bedroom apartment. I mean, it was a beautiful Let's not lie. It was a huge like place. But anyway, so I had, you know, one bedroom and not really a place for my son other than like, you know, you can sleep on the floor, you can sleep on the couch, you can sleep here, blah, blah, blah. Um, how do so you make So what school that? did he go to? Did he go to the school where you were living at the time? Well, yeah, because um, when we went through it, it was like, I mean, it was still school year, like beginning of school year. So that where we were, you know. Basically, let's keep it as normal as possible. Let's get through the holidays. Let's try to do things together, even though we're separated. Now, so, I don't understand that. Yeah. So, if you're separated and getting a divorce, why do you do things together? That's um, like staying together for the kids. Well, I, yeah. But you want to keep some normalcy. Well, here's but, the thing. But, like, you're, but you're keeping, but the normalcy isn't true. Well, I think that was more of mine because my kids were still at the house I left. And so their normal, their bedrooms, their, you know, their backyard, their, you know, all their things were at that house still. And I was kind of like the separate entity. So I almost wanted to be feel normal for the holidays because I knew it was going to be rough going, you know. And I did do some celebration like Christmas Eve. My daughter was home from school and I had stayed in her room with her downstairs and did the whole Christmas, you know, morning, blah, blah, blah. Well, at like after brunch, lunch, I went out. I I was by myself because it was his time to have them, and that to me was one of the most heartbreaking things. Yeah. Like I don't have my kids Christmas night when they're playing with all the gifts they got, and it's just like everybody's chill and you know Christmas dinner. Like but we, that's the price you pay. But it's but it 
But it's a price. But you, at the time but it's a price of it, worth paying. Yes. Yeah. At the time, time of, of it, it's, oh, it's you, horrible. You can feel every part of your heart breaking. Yep. You know, so it's like I know next year this is not gonna. Like I'm even getting teary. I know God. next year. <laughs> He's so sensitive, throwing God. shit at me. What the hell? Um, no, like you know, like all the shits. Co- <laughs> Such an asshole. I know. I love it. Let me let me help you there. Hold on. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. See, that's why I didn't wear mascaras because you knew you were going to tear. God damn it! Today. Shut See? the hell. I mean, I literally did one eye this morning. See? That's how tired that's, I was. I'm like, that's a teary eye. Okay, like one eye was yeah. done. I look at me. I'm like, oh, wait, we're on YouTube now, so but I gotta you, be professional. But you got through Christmas. So yeah, I got through Christmas and then New Year. So New Year is when I. Literally went home to see my family, my cousins and my, you know, any of the family that, you know, didn't really know. And I went to see my brother and it was the, oh, by the way, we are done, done, divorce, like it's filed, everything's in it. And I, I felt most like myself then. And I'm like, oh, I just got a taste of what it feels like to be single. To be free. To be, yeah, yeah. And to be like. Making my own decisions. Like, I rented a car. Well, guess what? When I told the lady at the register, I'm going home to tell my family I'm getting divorced, she gave me a Mustang. So then I was like, yeah, <laughs> I love this. So my guess, little guy and I were- going to be in the title born. of this, this podcast. <laughs> I got a Mustang. I got a Mustang. And so, yeah, I'm like, I could get used to this, you know? And um, But it's a process. You and know? it you have really to go through it. is like going home, I mean, to my family and saying- I failed because at that time you feel like you failed. I failed. Now what? And my brother had recently gone through a divorce and he was so supportive. And like my cousins were ever, you know, they're all like, all right, who are we going to kill? But in the same answer, I'm like, I don't want you to hate him because I am not with him. I want you to make your own decision. And he's always been one of those guys, like, because it's my family. He was very supportive, even though we live next to his family. And in Jersey, it was like, I'm 20 minutes from this family. I'm, you know, we're always close enough to family to be able to see them. But like, now I feel like I'm so close to my family where I thought I was close to them. Now it's like, we never really texted, texted, like, it's almost like, unless you something was, yeah. but, you, but they, but they filled a void. Yeah. And I, I didn't know how much I needed them until I went home. And then it was like, okay, well, now we're going to have Cousins Christmas, and then it's going to be this holiday, and who do I spend? You know, I'm here, and they're all back east. I'm like, do I go home for Easter and see my family? Do I go home for Thanksgiving and see my family? Like, how do I keep that, maintain that family? Which, you know, in New Jersey, a lot of my holidays were spent with his family, and my family came to visit. Where now it's like, I'm going to visit my family and I'm going to do my family stuff. And I get to decide who I get to go see. It's not just, I'm not expected. You're your own priority. Yeah. And I'm not expected to do it. Like, and you know, uh, the first Christmas, like Lance and I, when we spent our first Christmas, like it actually was fucking torture because my daughter is basically like, I don't like this. This is not the norm. Last year, even though you were separated, you spent the time together and I don't like it. But and she got it, through it. And it was one of those things where she's like, you like everybody else better than me. And it was just her figuring out her place in this new life. And I've said before, each of the kids have had their moment where like, I didn't ask for this. And even though they see how happy we are, 
you and again, like you said, it's a process. Who gets the kid for the holiday that's twenty? Oh. And if so, that kid decides let me, let me answer that. Let me answer yeah. that. So I got divorced. My kids were junior high and high school. And we we did week on, week off. Yeah, yeah. Um parenting time, change on Sundays. And we had every holiday figured out. But as the years went by, she got them every Christmas. I mean, they just went over that Christmas. Like, it was just just boom. So instead of me going nutso and say, hey, every other year I got them Christmas, biatch. But I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> biatch. Nah, nah, nah. I let it go because I had to say, hey, you know, the, the times I see my kids, every day is Christmas. So from that standpoint, yeah. holidays don't mean the same to me. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a big one. Holidays don't mean the same. They're yeah. they're totally different as when you were family married till after your divorce. Yeah. Well, and like so for Christmas for me had always been like, you know, okay, so in the morning grandma was gonna come over and watch us open our gifts. And then Grandma, Christ- mother in law. Yeah. Okay. Well, Christmas Eve was always at her house, which it was a great event because all of their side of the family would come. Now my mom and dad can decide to come to 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 visit, but my mom and dad aren't going to come visit me at the same time because they're also divorced. So it was like, I either get my dad Christmas Eve and my mom the couple days after Christmas, or I get my dad Christmas time and my mom New Year's. And then if we ever had like a New Year's party and they both wanted to come, it was like, okay, what the fuck? Who's going to fight? Who's going to end up in the bushes drunk? You know, stuff like that. So a lot of times it was easier almost to be like, Let's okay, just let's do the holidays your with your family and let's do this and then we'll make time for mine. And then it always, it kept getting longer and longer and that we made priority for my family. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the things that I begr- like begrudged. Like, you know, it really wasn't about my family. It was, and I don't think my ex ever made me feel like my family wasn't important. It just was so immersed in his family. That didn't matter. It really didn't come up a lot either. It was like, well, your parents are always welcome to come whenever, which of course they are. But like, you know, we would travel to go see them in Pennsylvania. It's like a two and a half, three hour trip. So we literally had to plan it. Mm -hmm. We could do it in a day, but then you see them for five hours and they have to drive home, you know. But his family is right around the corner. And and his are literally every, every, every classification of family, cousins, uncles, brothers, nephews, nieces, blah, 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 literally within a 10-minute radius, like 10-mile radius. So It was easier. Which was great for my kids, too, growing up, because they had cousins live right by them, hung out, do the blah, blah, blah. Um, But, again, my family was, you know, once a year, twice a year, you know. Oh, my goodness. Someone (laughs) take the camera away from this boy. Let me tell you. I mean, I thought I was like... Who said who said divorce can't be fun? Come on. Who's, Come on now. Who said I was I was crying when I was what are you doing? I was Camera's crying and tried to throw like paper at my face <laughs> to wipe my tears. And I mean we have a marker for distraction. Um but where, yeah. where are we? Yes, yes. Holidays so, they don't mean the same. So like what do you do now different other than not be with your wife, of course, but what is, how are holidays different for you? <laughs> We might not get through this, folks. Oh, my God. Holidays are different now because they're older. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice. Last Christmas, they all came and hung out with me Christmas. That's awesome. And that's the first – because David has been in uh, New York for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. That's the first Christmas in a long time they all came over. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Like, it was strange to have them Christmas. 
Right. That's how crazy it was. Yeah, it's almost like an awkward moment, like yeah. you're trying to impress your kids kind like, of thing. Hey, you guys are here. Yeah. Cool. You know, what do we do now? Oh, it's Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to eat something. Are we supposed so, to like cook? So I took all my girlfriend cooked all all the um, not Hello Fresh. What's that guy that comes around the truck? Swanson. Swanson. Not Swanson. It's the other guy. Uh, Omaha steaks? No, I never got. Anyway, there's a guy that's going around the truck with fish. <laughs> you, I had a ton of fish, so I took every. We had like five. You just fishes. rented the, the food truck and it was out front. And <laughs> no, it was in the freezer. I said, I'm, I'm gonna cook all this fish. Get this fish out of the damn freezer. So I cooked. get food poisoning? All the fish? No, they're frozen. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I cooked all the fish for Christmas, and we had a blast. And, awesome. and we sat there and watched uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which was okay. Yeah, I but didn't just, see just it a fact only because we my 20 year old daughter was like, yeah, don't waste your time because it was about some kind of lasso or I don't even, it was about something. It was, yeah. I don't even know. I didn't watch it. I like the first one. Um, random movie, movie review. So, um, yeah. So Christmas. So what month. else? What else? So, so, so holidays. What else? Well, um, I, I think holidays in itself, like, so my ex makes a substantial amount more than I do, but there's some debt. So whatever. He's always the one-upper. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, you know, he's going to get him this, like the computer system, the this, the that. And I'm like, all right, so I literally have $27 in the bank because you don't help me out. I lost my job, blah, blah, blah. But I still tried to make it great. I mean, I still, you know, had a great – I'm pretty good at saving. It's all about making memories, though. Yeah. And, and memories don't cost a whole lot of money. We had his uh, – Lance's brother visiting with his daughter, with two of the daughters, and – uh we just made it about family. And then we yeah. went to Lance's um, brother's house and his dad was there. And it was just like, I saw his family like in that, you know, in, in their element. Moment. And it was great. And I was so welcomed. And like, even the big family picture I was in, I was like, and my kids, of course, were there. And it it really brought me back to what the holidays are about. It's about family. Yep. And a lot of it was. Yes, this isn't my family, but I understand the dynamic of the family and being there. Whereas my but you ex- have fun too. Yeah, and with my ex's family, it was always like there's a fight or someone's going to get mad at someone or someone's not going to like the food you made or they're going to make a comment about what you made and whatever. And it was always like everybody was always on eggshells trying not to piss somebody off. Where this was just like it's so nice. Yeah, it's just it's just easy. And then like you know. So, like, this Christmas, is like, okay, we've been through all the first, we've done all this. Like, everything's going to be – I love Halloween. I love Christmas. Like, you don't even understand. Like, I am a ma- – I'm a maniac. Like, now I'm like, I'm going to make every single thing great. But I actually have realized that it really it really is about the memories. And I almost yep. like, hey, let's – for Christmas, get a trip somewhere. Let's do like an adventure. Let's like something simple and cheap. It doesn't have to be expensive. So it, yeah, it's more about the memories that we're making in this new life. And I, I, I really do want dreams to come true, but I want them to be in a happy. Like growing up, it was always every morning it was fucking chaos. Christmas, the holidays mm-hmm. always ruined by. A parent fight or, you know, mom being, you know, drunk or something would always ruin Christmas. And so now I'm like, I get to make it not be ruined. Well, it took me this long to be like, no matter what happens, we're going to have fun. We're going to play games. We're going to whatever we decide, it's, it's going to be together and it's going to be calm. Like, I feel like in so nice in the divorce, I really I gained calm, which was nice. Our Christmas um, 
we used to open one present on Christmas Eve. Oh, I still, yeah. And uh, I, I used to have five Christmas trees in the house. One yeah. big 12-foot Christmas tree yeah. and then four or six-foot Christmas tree. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. Nuts, yeah. That's yeah, how nuts. it was when, when I was married. We lived up in... Uh, and so, uh, in the divorce, since she left, I got all the ornaments, every ornament, everything. But I got rid of all the trees, but I kept all the ornaments for when yeah. the kids get older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I hate putting up a tree now. hate it. Really? Once, once again, it's got to water down, you know, but you, but you bend and you reflect and you move on from that moment. You know? So like one of the things that I haven't done in a while that I want to do this year is I would always have like the kids over because of course the kids were younger and we would do gingerbread houses and mm-hmm. we'd have like a contest and everybody got to vote or we did a cookie exchange or we did a craft. Like my mom and her siblings, she's one of 13, they would, all those sisters would make this like Christmas event. And I remember the the event, yes, but I remember my mom and her sisters not fighting, not bickering, all working around Santa's coming. And, you know, we would, I, there's like these, they would make these tributes with like sewing. And mm-hmm. I just remembered that, not even the gifts I got, but I remember like everybody be excited about uh, Santa coming. Then all the kids would go upstairs and watch like, I think it was like Muppets Christmas or something. We'd all pass out. We'd wake up and it's Christmas morning or you know, close mm-hmm. to Christmas or, you know, we'd have a Christmas party. Like it was, there's the memories that I have of the good times with that always stemmed around my mom's family growing up. Cause again, like it was mostly my mom's family. And, uh, I'm trying to get back to that where it's like, it doesn't have to be, we do the cookie exchange and this and this, and it doesn't have to be stress and it doesn't have to be a lot, but just something that gives the kids memories that aren't just the divorce. So what about other holidays? Uh, I think the other holidays are just easy, like, you know, Easter, you know, we I, I don't go to church, so oh, I know. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my religion. <laughs> okay. Serial killer much? There you go. All right. Um, no, um, again, yeah. Halloween, you know, you no, dress up, No, that's a big like one, that. too, though. Yeah. Church. Like, religion oh. with, with, with divorce. I've become very, very spiritual, and a lot of people in, you know, I'm going to say in the Christian faith that I was friends with have really disowned me for getting divorced. So now I'm like, all right, I'm a Buddhist, I guess, because I'm practicing just be a nice fucking human, and then, you know, like. So what about the fact that the Catholics don't believe in divorce? Exactly. Yeah, you got to get yeah. a no. My sister. My sister's mad at me because I got a divorce, but yet her husband has a mistress that he lives with in Vegas and taking care of her her kids for the last couple of years, but he, she won't divorce him. Because What's, wrong she'll believe. What's wrong with that? Fuck you. <laughs> I don't understand the problem. Listen here. <laughs> Vegas. Hello, mistress. Duh. That he met in Texas though. <laughs> like whatever. Texas. Uh, hey, Texas plus mistress equals Vegas. I don't know. They moved to Vegas because I don't know. But my sister's mad at my sister and I don't speak at all. Like blocked, because like blocked it, on the Facebook. It, don't talk. You got, oh yeah. The Facebook that was down six hours. So, yeah. uh, so you don't talk because she doesn't believe in divorce. No, we don't talk because I'm tired of the victim, oh. the victim status, and I don't ever help her. And you well, that's know, another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. Um, stop! I, literally, the divorce has made me not take shit from anybody. I'm no Ooh, longer a doormat. It empowers you. Yeah, no longer a doormat. I'm not going to play your games. I will give you sympathy all fucking day. But when you say I'm not a victim and I don't want pity, but yeah, every one you of your Facebook statuses, I need pity and I'm the black sheep of the family and no one ex- understands me and blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck you. I love when white people are black sheep. That's 
<laughs> Does that make me an Oreo sheep? <laughs> Oreo sheep. Bye bye Oreo sheep. Have you any wool? No, but I taste sweet. I got a candy inside. <laughs> oh my oh my God. God. <laughs> if I stop breathing at any point, it's his fault. We will keep the cameras rolling. Oh. I'm gonna spit my water out. So, but no, so like, so yeah. not prepared for it. Like, so like family, else? family being like, ah, oh, it's all your fault. Why did you leave? And then like a lot of it is um, miscommunication to family members, like making yourself feel better because you're going to just like throw the other person under the bus, even if, you know, it's not true. Um, well, my mom didn't, didn't approve or, 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 or whatever my divorce. So when I went to my divorce to 18 months, I didn't talk to her for 18 months wow. because I needed some self-care. Because I knew that she wasn't going to help me get through it, yeah. So I, 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 I packaged her on, on the curb for eighteen, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. And it was, and, and it was. I kind of went through it. I think I told you that my aunt helped me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but my mom was no help at all, and that was sad. Well, it's I, still sad. Well, one of the things too, going through my divorce, I really felt all alone. My parents are both gone. My sister was mad at me because oh, everybody loves Jerry. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I'm sorry. You don't live with him. And I'm not going to tell all of his shit because it's not my shit to tell unless you're asking me why. Yep. And I'm and, not. And you actually care. And you, and it's really like, you yeah, know, you're. Genuine. Yeah, exactly. And so then my brother was going through his stuff and his. His wife was going through some things, and I'd never really want to burden anybody with my shit. And then mine is I shut down. I just stop. Like I said, I stopped eating. I stopped. I started drinking a lot and going out and just, you know, not giving a fuck about myself. And no matter what that meant. And so, yes, I was working and I was making the money to try to, you know, support myself Mm -hmm. and my son and. Um, I really just stopped caring. I, I care. I didn't care about anybody's opinion about it. I, I, didn't I care. think it's a phase that we have to go through. Yeah. That you almost got to hit rock bottom in order to pop. Oh back yeah. Up. And that was so yeah. like, and I'm such a people pleaser. Like mm-hmm. I want everybody else to be happy around me so then I can vibe off that energy. But if people are coming at me, why ask me why I'm mm-hmm. the way I'm acting? I will just cry. I'm like, I don't know. So do you ever look back and say, man, I was down? Oh, yeah. I look back and say, wow, that was me. Yeah. And and then my my thing is is that you hear people say that uh, suicide is so selfish. But, man, you don't know unless you hit rock bottom. Well, and I, I don't think I ever thought about, like, taking myself out. I just thought about running away. Like, I was like, it will be so much easier if they're just with him who can provide so much more because – he was the money maker. I mean, I have a great job, but I was working in a school so I can be near my son. So if he had a day off, I had a day off because my ex traveled so much with work and things like I never knew if he was going to be home. So it was very, it was definitely convenient. And I said, I always took like a second, a second, you know, priority in jobs, you know, cause his was had such a growth potential. And so I I didn't settle because I, I honestly got to spend time with my kids. I had summers off, you know, all this other stuff. But I see now where I always put myself second. And then in my marriage, I was always put at least 10th. Yeah, you were down the road. And so 
when you put yourself second in anything, you you can't see you can't see your value or your worth. And so I really think that part of my growing was I really needed to go from the bottom and figure it like you said the bottom, but I literally had to peel back all the layers of who I am because at 19, I didn't know who I was, and then I got into a relationship, and then I got married, and then I had kids, and then I had that. So, so I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, and I'm trying to raise my raise my vibe, my energy, and I I had to kick the chair out from under the ladder out from under myself and say, "All right, knock it off." Let's go. I, I don't think it's a standpoint of of you you know you want to off yourself. I think yeah. it starts like like you said that you want to run away. Yeah. I think it starts like, yeah. you know, what would it be like if I wasn't here? Oh, yeah, I've had that. And yeah, then it that. morphs into yeah. something more deadly and dastardly. But, yeah. you know, you, you know, you need your village. You know? I mean, there's been times when I've been on hikes by myself, and I'm just like, if I just got lost, yeah. not on purpose, yeah. but not on accident. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> if I just go down this trail, like this path. Leads to nowhere. And, and that's okay. And I think a lot of times, like I told you too, like I would drive and like, if I don't have the radio on, um, I'm so in my head. Like in the morning, sometimes if I'm so tired and the radio doesn't come up, I know I need more sleep. If I'm, if I'm on a road trip and the radio's off, I am thinking about 9,000 things. Crazy shit. And so sometimes I would just drive like, you know, when I was living up towards Castle Rock, I would drive to like Estes Park or I would drive like evergreen or i drive fort collins like i would just drive and i don't know half the time like not you know i was of sound mind but like half the time i was so spaced out like how did i not like get hurt how did i get from point a to point and it was just like a, a, a such a sadness like trying to figure out like i mean there'd be times in the car i'm just sobbing or if a song if i did have a song and then it came on and it was like uh, i'm like all right, I'm driving. I need to like, you know, and I, sometimes I just go to find a little cafe and like sit there and be like sure. watching. I would people watch to see like, okay, that person's by themselves. I'm by myself. Oh my gosh, I'm alone. Oh my God, I'm single. Oh, this, like I had to do this by myself. Do I go to a movie by myself? Do I go to a restaurant by myself? And it was really like, it was really such an eye opener of like, I didn't have a self. How do you handle um, triggers? Triggers meaning person, place, or thing that reminds you of your ex, like a song or like a place you go or like so, a stoplight, stoplight or something like that. Yeah. Um, I feel, I, I feel because we are from here, you know, so a lot of the things that trigger me, like when I go back East, mm-hmm. there's a, like if I'm driving, like I had taken Lance to, to New Jersey and like the, our old stomping grounds and I went to see my brother. And so things that I had done with him, <laughs> um, South Jersey. <laughs> there you go. Jersey side. Jersey South. Um, so sometimes when I'm back home, I'm like, oh, that's where we would go, you know, for anniversaries or that's where we would do this. And some of those places are my favorite places, but not now because it was with him. It's because, oh, I like the food or this is where we go. Like, this is the casino we would go to. This so is- it doesn't trigger grief because you moved on. Yeah. And okay. when I first, when I first went home, uh, you know, you know, after the divorce and stuff like that, like last summer. And I was like, different. just driving into my town. I definitely was sad because I'm like, there's nothing here for me. I mean, 
literally, there's a house that we still rent out to military and, you know, collect the rent and stuff like that. But um, the only thing there is, like, my dad's buried there. Mm -hmm. My my son that we lost is there. And the people there that I know that are my friends Mm -hmm. that have known him his whole life still – that I can still text and be like, hey, you know, like when my girlfriend still comes out sometimes and like she used to do my hair like for a year, she would still fly out here and do my hair because mm. she had free miles and all that. But anyway, um, she's like a sister to me. And then, you know, my best friend still lives in the same town. And so like when I go home, I go see her. And it really is sad because so much of my life was there. And the triggers that I have there are angry that I didn't leave quicker. Sad that the people there yeah. were once my family, and some of them don't talk to me anymore because it's his family, and a lot of my memories are there. That's another segue. People that don't talk to you anymore, people that threw you to the curb. A lot. Um, I have quite a few, and yeah. and it took me a while to let that go because yeah. it, it hurt. I well, mean, it cuts deep. You know, not only are you divorced from your ex, yeah. you're divorced from your friends. But do you find out, like, now that you look back, do you see any things that were like, oh, yeah, they were definitely hit? her friend because like when I moved there, I was the outsider already and everybody knew each other from high school and middle school and kindergarten. And so a lot of our friends, like our main friends were his friends and their wives knew him and they, you know, the husbands were friends with him. And so I integrated myself into their friendships uh-huh. and actually made their friendships stronger because I was very involved in the school. And so a lot of the people I met, they're like, Oh, I know him. We hung out with him. Let's go to dinner. Let's do this. And then our kids grew up together. And then our kids have become friends and all that stuff. And there's one of my girlfriends who has not talked to me from day one. Because he went home and told them all this shit that wasn't true. And I don't need to defend myself. Because apparently I'm not important enough for them to call me and ask me. And if they want to believe, that's on them if they want to believe that. And that's on them. Because I know I was a great friend. It's hard to let them go. But when you do, there's like a piece. Yeah. And and then you get new friends. And so, it's crazy because so like the them. people that were his friends, like um, there's, uh, you know, his best friend and then like their mutual really good friend. They still text me happy Mother's Day, happy birthday, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. But it's just like, hope you have a great day. And that's it. Where like the one who I was. I brought in a, a couple, like my one of my friends that I met from the school, working at the schools and stuff like that. Her and I became really good friends. And then we met her husband. And then my husband and her husband really hit it off. And then we brought him into the, them into like this group of people that known mm-hmm. each other forever. And they're now divorced. And he's having a, he had a baby with his fiance. And she has a new boyfriend. And they have like a ton of kids together. And I still talk to both of them. Like I still talk to both of those people because respect wise is I know I was a good human and I've only ever been a good friend to them. And so if they can see me past my coupleship, um, that's the people that you need to keep around. There's a lot of people that I thought were going to be right by my side. And I was like, what the fuck? They're not there. And then the people that I thought were more of acquaintances have really stepped up to the plate. Yes. Totally ass backwards. Like my best friend and I don't speak that my best friend from here. I mean, I only knew her for a couple of years, but we hit it off pretty quick when I moved here. We both were like doing some fundraiser at the school and her kids were like my kids. And like, I still think her kids are great, but her and I, because she has a different stance on marriage, we don't talk at all. So she's and married. She, and she tried to give me marital advice. Her husband literally had like four affairs and had a secret life and all this mother 
That's okay. Narcissistic motherfucker. That's and okay. I'm an asshole for getting divorced because she's still with him. So I'm like, what the hell? That's hypocritical. And if you don't see that, I'm pretty sure your God is like, yeah, I don't believe in cheating, but I don't believe in divorce either. So I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, thou shall not covet thy neighbor. There's a lot of neighbors they coveted. <laughs> Covetness everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I try not to make sense of people because people are so fucking confusing. I can't. I can't. I can't. Sometimes you can barely make sense of yourself. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I think holidays now, you make them what they are. Yeah. You got, I mean, I almost like erased all the other holiday stuff. There's still things like, you know, the cookie yep. thing at night for Santa. I still, you know, my 10 year old probably don't believe, but he plays a good game because I say, you don't believe, you don't get shit. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, I saved all those ornaments of my kids for when they get older. Mm-hmm. So I am so excited to give it to them. And, Get them out of my damn house. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have like a box for each of them. And every year, like I unwrap them, I put them on the tree and then when they go back into the box, I have a little bit of OCD, but they go back into the box and they each have like a bunch of stuff that, you know, again, I will be able to give them too. And, you know, every year I buy myself my ornament and then, oh, like that was one of the other things too. Like we would always have those family ornaments, like Mm -hmm. all our names, the year, the, you know, our name. Um, And like, what do I do with these? You know, and so I have divided them up. Like the first one I had was my son, who's ninety-seven. So we started that, and then we just Went from there. gave him all the ones up until my daughter was born. And then when she, I gave her a bunch. And then you know the little guy's ten, so he don't give a shit right now about any of that. But <laughs> each year we they get an ornament for their box, and then we get like I get them a the little ornament for my tree. And then you know, like last year we did like the toilet paper one. <laughs> You know, like the COVID, everybody's got a mask on yeah. and the tree and all that. So that's now mine. That's now mine. Oh, I my- got a question. Yeah. How about school activities and, and, um, uh, what do you call that when you do the report cards? Oh, the conferences, parent teacher conferences. Those, yeah. those, those are interesting. See, my ex and I are civil enough. Like I said, you know, next Wednesday night is our parent teacher. It, it's in person. Um, you can come in person or you can do zoom and we were cordial enough to be like sitting in the same room. I mean, there are, I know there are people who have separate parent teacher conferences. Yes, there are. <laughs> <laughs> See, yes, I, there I, are. I really can't complain about a lot of the things that revolve around my son because he's a great dad. He's just not my person. Yep. And he, he actually is so good of a dad that sometimes it gets in the way of discipline and stuff like that. But yeah, there's a lot. Like, you know, one of the things is um, my ex has recently broke up with his his girlfriend, and he just threw a, like, big old cog in the wrench. Like, hey, my lease is up in March, and I'm going to move back to Jersey. Now, my little guy has definitely had a hard time adjusting to his new school because he had all new friends, and it was yep. mask, and, you know, and I can't be Post with COVID. It's literally same 21 kids. All to dine last year, and now it's like we're now the now we're allowed to be friends with people, and we're like you know, hang out with people, and he's not really feeling it. And so, if we will make a decision as parents, like, yep. hey, dad's moving back to Jersey, mom's staying in, in Colorado. Um, what do you want to do? You're ten, and in, I know in New Jersey it's like twelve. You can decide who you want to live with, and the judge will listen, and you know, take all the things. If my son were to say, hey, mom, I want to go to New Jersey, I will be heartbroken. 
but I will want to do what's best for him. Yep. And, you know, there, I know there's people who have their kids six months and the other one six months and they're in school different times, but that's such a huge adjustment. That's huge. And I know a lot of people homeschool through school and like you can do, but when he's here, like I don't have anybody, I work. So what is he home? How does he homeschool here? So what is that going to look like? So now like, you know, I'm a year and a half, more than a year and a half. Oh, I guess a year and a half of divorce. And Right when you think all the chaos is calming, it just gets you again. There's always wrenches. Don't don't believe all the wrenches are tightened. Yeah. Screws are tightened. Yeah. And it's so especially something. when you have younger, like, you know, I I it it really was one of those things that takes your breath away. Like my whole world can look different in March. Because I want to do what's best for my son. But you'll get through But I want to be selfish, too. I want to yeah. be like, okay, I'll just keep him for the whole year. And then it's like, well, I don't want to keep him from his dad because <laughs> um, because I'm I'm a nice person. Stop it. I don't want to keep him from his dad because he, ha- yep. he is a good dad. Yep. He really is a good dad. And it really has been a great dad. Yeah, and, you got to do what's best for the kid. And, again, I, I – I'm heartbroken and it hasn't even happened yet. So like I know. You're squirrel. like you're like, like <laughs> scrolling already. No, but like my ten year old really is like the priority that I didn't I didn't realize how much it affects like you don't realize how much this affects people. And I've been through it. Like when I was nineteen, yep. my parents divorced. I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, what? What are you talking about? And I told you, like, my dad was Remarried, I'm like, ah, they can break up. He's already been divorced three times, four times, whatever, you know. And then he died. I'm like, well, maybe they get together in heaven, you know. So, like, I I understood it, but I didn't – I wasn't in that mindset to understand how much that affects everybody. But, again, I'm happy. He's happy. He's adjusted so great, especially in the last couple of months where we, like, have made, like, such strides of, like, Mm -hmm. him feeling at home in this new home. And, you know, he, I think he's never get used to it, but I think he's used to the back and forth now where it was like, oh, I got to take all my stuff to dad's or I got to do this. And now it's like, he has stuff at my house and he has stuff at his dad's house. He doesn't really have perfect, to. Perfect. Yeah. Smooth. And so there's so many things that come up, like, you know, you know, vacations. And, you know, now that I have the new job where I'm going to have like a school schedule, where I'm off or he's off. I'm like. Does his dad not get him for a month because I want to go vacation for a month? Does his dad, like, you know, or if he goes with his dad, do I have him all summer? Like, you know. But you're working out. Then I feel cheated. And then I'm like, um, but if I'm, if he's happy, then I'm happy. Even if you're cheated. So if if he's happy, uh, everybody's happy. Yeah. And, and it's to the point too now, like, airfare is not that terrible. I could go see him whenever I want, but I also, want to be selfish. I want to work on the projects with him. I want to do all that stuff. And so. And maybe it's a phase. Maybe it goes for a year and comes back. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just, it's, there's always something that's coming up. Like, you know, Lance's daughter's going to college. Um, She's a senior in high school. And there's so many like things that are coming up. Like, you know, her, it's her last homecoming she just had. And like, you know, she plays soccer, so she's going to be a varsity. She plays varsity, so she's varsity senior, and there's senior nights, and then there's awards, and all these things that happen in your kid's life, and how do you meld that, and where you're prepared, you know, like, 
senior pictures she just had. She just had like the whole, she just had homecoming. And I'm like, with my daughter, I was at every second of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I didn't really get to like be involved, even though I'm very involved. But we have such a great, like we as parents, Lance and myself, and then our spouses, our ex-spouses have really tried to make it about the kids. Okay. And that, that kind of helps in everybody's own board. Yeah. And I, you know, my thing is, Nobody asked for this. You don't get into a marriage to say, I'm going to get divorced. And, but when you do, you have to years put from now, I'm getting divorced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It never yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. And so when it happens, you have to make the Best children who definitely didn't ask for this, you have to make it as easy as possible for them. And I think we're doing a great job with it. And, it, you know, there's times where they're just like, ah, you know. You tell people that kids are tougher than, than they think. Yeah. And they are, they are resilient. Like, Definitely more resilient than me because I was like, ah. And again, we're I we don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring, but I think when you find you're happy and you get rid of the chaos, it's a lot easier to oh, you know, yeah. find the path. Not as much crying. Yeah. On the podcast. Except for <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm gonna keep this short. Yeah. Well, we talked about things you're not prepared for before doing and after the divorce. Yeah. So what do we talk about next week? Uh yeah. Forgiveness. Well, and the other thing is not wanting to be alone. And then with when you are divorced and you're when you get divorced and you're dating and sometimes you still be alone. I, I, well, While you're you dating? have those rebound three month things and then you find your your Sir Lancelot. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right everybody, good night. Good night. Yay, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs>